Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to yet another episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. Today, we continue our 52-year journey through film. I am Colton Robertson. I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. Happy December, buddy. Mm, indeed. Yes. Starting last month of the year. Mm-hmm. Last month of the year. Last five weeks of this project begin now. Uh, so we are doing 2018's Blind Spotting. Uh, now this is, uh, the last couple weeks have been exciting for me. Because uh, within the last three weeks, including this one, we will have covered two of my top ten favorite movies of all time. And they will both have been your first viewings of them in La La Land and Blind Spotting. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've been greatly looking forward to this, and I'm excited to get your perspective on it. It's one that I've I've loved for uh, four years now since it came out. Uh, it's uh, one I saw in theaters, and that was like uh, I remember Tavares actually hit me up and was like, uh, "Hey, me and his girl at the time were going to see a movie. I was I was invited to come along. We hadn't even decided what movie it was like. We're just going to go downtown." Oh. Go to the fucking Alamo, uh, the little dine-in theater, and we'll uh, we'll see what uh we'll see what's up. And we got there. He chose Blind Spotting, and I was like, "Yeah, that'd be this would be an amazing movie to see in theater." Oh, dude, I we the movie ended, and we like we just like looked at each other, breathing heavy as all fuck. And then we walked to the Ride KC train car thing, Mm, mm -hmm. which was like six or seven minutes away in like complete and utter silence. Then we sat down and we were like, holy fuck. I mean, I couldn't imagine being in another room with people during like the ending, like the end scene. Oh. Oh my God. Like, I, I experienced that on my own, and very alone in my room with just a TV, you know, and it was still very much intense. And mm-hmm. then like, oh my god. Um, oh yeah, and like, uh, you're not the first person I've shown this movie to. I've, like, everybody, anybody who I've come into contact with, who I've had the opportunity to go, hey, you want to watch a movie? I've tried to watch Blind Spotting with them. I've done, I've done it to my mm-hmm. parents. Uh, I, I did it to a old homie Malik, uh, and when Malik watched it, he was like, <laughs> audibly like, "Oh my fucking god! Oh my fucking god!" Like at the end, like just like, "What the fuck!" Like, <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's such a good goddamn ending, man, and it really just seals the whole thing together. But let me lay the groundwork for the folks. Mm. This is Blind Spotting, released July twenty seventh, two thousand eighteen. 
directed by Carlos Lopez Estrada, and written by our main characters, David Diggs and Rafael Casal. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, so we got our uh, we got our Goodwill Hunting type beat going on here, uh, with Matt Damon, Ben Affleck writing that movie, starring in it. David Diggs and Rafael Casal worked on this movie for like ten years, refining it before it was finally able to get made. Um, it is very very cool, and their their story in the movie is not far off from what their story is in real life. There are a couple of dudes who came up in Oakland uh, who were best friends, like pretty much all their lives. Like that's. That's their whole fucking thing. Like they 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 made it together, and here they are. But uh, uh it's interesting if you're a, if you're a Star Wars fan, you might recognize Janina Gavankar, who plays Val. That's Iden Versio in Battlefront Two. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, if you're a Broadway musical fan, you'll recognize uh, David Diggs and Jasmine Cephas Jones, uh, because David Diggs and and her were in the original Broadway run for Hamilton. Uh, David Diggs played Thomas Jefferson and uh, Marquis de Lafayette, and Jasmine Cephas Jones played uh, the Jurassic Park, the 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 evil dude who was gonna like he snuck the the amber or whatever in the in the in the shaving cream can. Yes, that guy. Oh, that's he's the photographer was. who's like oh, a. So yeah. yes, I superimpose the trees onto to show where they have replaced. They're cutting us down, boys. Now look each other in the eye. Okay. It's not sexual. We'll see. Now it is because you said you said that. Uh, I was one man. I'm like, I know I've seen this dude. I know, like I know I've seen him somewhere, and I just couldn't. I couldn't pin it. But now, okay. Nice to know he's also in Space Jam. I don't. Think yeah, that's yeah. What I was thinking. I was thinking more of the. Oh yeah, he is in Space Jam. He he shows up in the full uniform at the end and everything. Man, he's got a he's got a filmography on him, huh? But uh, okay. Anyway, yes, weird side character. Uh, yeah, Wayne Knight playing Patrick. Patrick, you a swell motherfucker, man. But and I like everything about you except that shit right there. Uh, this is some amazing character work on a couple on a couple different sides. You know, I think uh, David Diggs and Raphael Casal really bring a. Uh, a presence to this role that like you know they wrote it i don't think anyone else would have brought it the way they did mm. you know i think they knew what they wanted to do they were able to put it on put it on screen exactly as they wanted it, is it and it went really well so is this like based on their so this is based on their lives i think uh at least based on what they've seen uh you know like uh rafael casal isn't uh isn't quite as uh exuberant as he is in this movie uh he's got he's got a little bit he's a little bit more toned down than he than he is in this movie for sure uh like like after this i saw him starring like something on nickelodeon and it was like it was like oh yeah this guy's not just the the gangster ass dude from oakland which i thought was hilarious but uh yeah no nah, it's a uh, it's looking it's, this up like it's a, like the tv series comes up a lot yep there's a spin-off tv show based around miles's wife uh with miles in jail he's incarcerated so it's uh, it's about what how she deals with that on the outside and how she raises her son and stuff like that oh that scene yeah, it's it's something I haven't gotten around to. I've been really excited about it and wanted to watch it since it came out, but it's on Stars, so I I haven't had an, any access to it. That they had a powerful scene. They had a few powerful scenes, man. Like the gun. 
Oh. I literally, like, I, like, I was laying down watching the movie. It made <sighs> me sit up. Like, I, like, physically sat, sat up, and my arms just kind of froze in the air, like. Like, oh, God. Like, no, yeah, like, I oh, cannot tell you, like, the amount of times it just randomly elevates the tension out of nowhere. Like, that's. That's what's so awesome about this movie is like comparing it to last week's Get Out. You know, it's like Get Out was like clearly building attention the whole time, while this is like it's perfectly casual. There's not a lot going on. We're doing, we're just doing our thing, and then some random shit happens that really escalates. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, like he's just he needs to get back to the, needs to get back to the halfway house. By curfew, he's at a red light. He's like, ah, damn, man, I really got to get there. I really got to get there. Green light, and bam. And that was the point where I was like, uh, I texted you yesterday, and I was like, when when you were watching it, you were like, I'm about 12 minutes in, and I was like, yeah, you're still trying to get like a feel for the tone, huh? And you were like, yeah, and I was like, uh, it will become crystal clear uh, within the next 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, it was just kind of like, like casual life. Um, it seemed, you know, at first, and I think that's, that's an important part of the movie is that like, this is pretty much real life, you know, all the, Mm -hmm. all those, some dramatic, you know, dramatizing some characters, whatever. Um, I say it's about as real as boys in the hood. Yeah. And, and I think that's, you know, coming off a movie like get out last week, it's very like get out was racism in a very niche and unrealistic way but you know this is very yeah with the whole order of the coagula replace a part of your brain like it's still racism and racism's racism you know yeah you know but in this movie it's very very clear and very based in real racism um like in the world we live in and Mm. and i think you know that this it's it's way more impactful um like this movie it's it's impact on racism is is much greater than I think of Get Out. Um, mm. you, I I leave this I don't know I, I feel like I leave this movie more thinking of real life in racism rather than in Get Out. I leave kind of like oh wow that was just a crazy movie and that character moment was like I, I'm more of in the story and and like of the thriller aspects of it. Right, you know, like this and this movie, and I'm gonna keep comparing it to Get Out since that was last week's last week's episode. We just came off of it. Like when Daniel Kaluuya is standing over a white girl's dead body, and a cop car pulls up. There's a re there's there's not only there's a cop car pulling up, but there is reason for you to feel that tension. Like he's standing over a dead body. Um, When David is just walking down the street. And the cop car turns around and you go like you, you're like, oh, God, you like hold your breath. And like that, that's enough. You know, like he there is nothing, you know, he does have a gun on him and he's on probation. You don't want you don't want him to find it. But they don't know he has a gun on him. They don't know any of that. Shit. He has no there is nothing about this man that, that looks that like he's he doing could. anything. Yeah, he just did that because he could mm-hmm. like. He didn't, you know, he probably doesn't know that he just kind of terrorized someone. Uh, triggered you know? a dude yeah, with like, uh, some pretty brutal post-traumatic stress. Like, uh, and... Yeah, the way he breaks down, like, immediately after, 
like the cop car pulls away. He just stands there and he starts sobbing. It's like, oh my God. Like I, I wish I could watch this movie for the first time again, because I really don't think there's a movie that has made me feel the way this movie does, you know, like, uh, and get out. I know we keep going back to it. It's a really good comparison in terms of like the thriller aspects, but get out has it much more based in horror, you know, like this is, this is a, a thriller and suspenseful movie on realistic circumstance alone. Like, uh, man, that shit hits hard. Uh, yeah, that was, I mean, it was clear, like, where the movie was going pretty early. You know, as you said, it was like, yeah, it's going to be made pretty clear for you. Um, yeah, like, I, I was but, showing Emily. But still, you know, like, the tone of the movie was clear, but still I had really no idea um, of where the story would evolve. <laughs> right, right. Which was, which was, um, like, interesting to see, uh, like, he's true, like, he's truly good now, you know, he's... He's trying you know, his best, man. He's doing his absolute best, like, he's doing everything he possibly can, and in the way that the system wants him to do it, you know, mm. and he's still, like, being ridiculed, and, yeah. like, like, no matter what, like, no matter what, he can't escape that. On that, the the manager of the halfway house tells him, you know, he's like, a, you know, you are a convicted felon now, and you are that until proven otherwise. Like, damn, man. Uh, and there's like a little foreshadowing to their, uh, to the crime he went away for whenever Miles is selling the boat. Uh, and he's like, uh, you went away on a fucking fire technicality. He's like, yeah, did I? And he's like, uh, how are we supposed to know f- hipsters are so flammable? And like, <laughs> you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that part, like the fire technicality, I'm like, okay, did he like actually burn down like a building or something? You know, like what, you know, what happened here? And how are we supposed to know hipsters are so flammable? And whenever the dude comes in and tells that story later. Yeah. Like, uh. Man, that this movie just knew how to perfectly balance like a certain a certain degree of comedy, you know, obviously with this dude. Like you needed that scene to have a comedic voiceover because when they take away the comedic voiceover and you hear what's happening and you hear the dude on the ground like, no, no, stop, I can't breathe. And he's getting stomped out. He's on fire. You're like, oh, this would have been really horrifying to watch the whole time. If yeah. the dude hadn't been like a, I hate my dad and shit like that, you know. And uh, it also gives like, because um, he's saying this in front of yeah Val. Yeah. Um, and I guess Val already knows this. Um, yeah, she was there. She saw it. But he, but um, Colin's like so ashamed of it, and mm. in his head, you know, he thinks that all that she sees is the felon, um, and that's it. Just the convicted part of him, you know, not the good part, and. See and both it's, pictures. It's like, it's, you know, it's 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 being told in front of her in a joking way, and that's like the worst. Mm. It's like the worst situation you could have been in. He was just coming, you know, coming into what clock out? For clock out. Time. Yeah. Oh, she's like oh damn, yeah. And then just, I mean, basically gets embarrassed in front of his crush. You know, well, his, his ex girlfriend whose relationship was ruined because of this scenario. Wait a minute. 
They, oh my god, I did not even put those two together. They dated before? They were dating when that happened. Okay, that makes so much more sense. I just thought they had, like, a thing. Oh, no. Oh, my god. They'd been together. Okay, okay. Wow. This clears so much up. Val is a disloyal bitch. Did she visit you even once? Okay. Stay, and I'm, okay. Did she put money on your books? Yes, because I'm like, why, why would she, like, if they just had a thing, you know, I guess, like, maybe she'd come to visit, sure. But, like, now, okay, that makes, okay, they were already together. Oh, that adds an, that adds an interesting dynamic between them. Oh, yeah, it does. It's, uh, and it's like, and there's, there's a part of you that wants to go, like, come on, Val, be, like, but, like, it would be hard How to I look at that. When was it, like... I guess it was... I guess maybe it is just sort of a headcanon thing. But it's just the way everybody's kind of like a... Like his mom when he visits home and he's like, uh, well, I just assumed you and Val. And he's like, me and Val aren't together right now. True. That's true. So, like, I, I, I just kind of picked it up that... Okay. okay maybe that Maybe it was never, like... Yeah, you're my you're my girlfriend or whatever. But like, uh, it was through little. They were they were an established yeah. couple that people okay. knew, you know. And uh, whenever Ashley uh, Miles's Miles's wife comes out the window and she's like, "I was talking to Val the other day," and Miles is like, "A uh, yo, what the fuck? Like, you don't get to talk to her." And David's like, "A uh, you can talk to whoever you want. She's a nice she's a nice woman." Like, uh, yeah, I mean, man. Miles really lets, like, does really not like Val whatsoever. Every every morning comes into work with a snarky, like, uh... He auditions them in the car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, actually, like, a pretty funny movie. Like, there are so many funny fucking moments, dude. Like, I remember first time I'm going to see it, the first 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, cool. This is gonna be a nice buddy comedy, mm. yeah. And then, uh, and then it just like a, a black man gets shot by the police as he's running away, and you're like, "Oh, okay." So no, not just the buddy comedy that I thought I was getting into. Um, not quite. <laughs> yeah, no, not not quite. And it was just such a, it's such a potent movie for the time. This is another one that I feel like people should just be watching. Um. Like it's commentary on racism within the police force and outside the police force. You know, they, you got you got a lot of a lot of commentary on it as well. Um, gentrification mm. got got a lot there about how Oakland's being taken over by the hipsters and uh, got the kill oh, a hipster, save your hood. Split shots <laughs> of like the really nice scene um, mm. part of town, um, and then just having like all the the hipsters in it, you know, and then like the other half of the shot where it's the so, worn down yeah yeah worn down and, and now it happens like a couple times throughout the movie which is like the the style of the movies really like very i don't know what like uh word to use like you know the the voiceover over the fighting scene you know where it's just the mm. dude's voice you know yeah. like um and then the, the split the split shot of, of Look the out. city and I know. I feel like there were just a lot of on the 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 nightmare sequence. Mm. 
you know, whenever he's a, uh, he, he, my, uh, Colin is a bad motherfucker. You know, and, and he, he sees yeah. Miles do a whole rap yeah. bit and like, uh, uh, we loyal to the soil and we don't do no, oh, yeah. And the, he, he's got the bullets in it. The bullets enter his mouth and a oh. shot that's in reverse. And like the, the judge slams the gavel over and over. He puts the police hat down and, and it's, it's like, the, it's firing the, bullets. Yeah. 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 Like, and he oh. wakes up, he wakes up to a car alarm and the way that car alarm comes back around throughout the movie to let yeah. you know that that's, that he's getting triggered by, by, by a car alarm, because that's what he heard. Uh, whenever the guy got shot down, all he heard was so at the end, when he walks up in that house and he's got, he doesn't have his jacket on. He's just wearing, he's just wearing the white tank. And you're like a way different way. Like it felt very ominous. This alarm. I'm like, okay, it's, it actually works. And you know, he was going back in without his jacket on. And I thought like a cop, a real cop was going to come. And see him taking stuff out of this house that was now empty, and alarm was going off with I see. him in just his tank top. And I thought, oh, that's absolutely the tension they're building there. Like that's the tension they're attempting to build. And uh, whenever he looks at the picture, and then like the sound just kind of drowns out, and you hear, burr, 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 burr. at what point was there a point where you went, oh, I know who's in that picture? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, it, it um. It wasn't immediately. It wasn't like, oh, it's the cop. It was like, it after they put the like after he put the picture down and the camera didn't show it, right? And I'm like, okay, so this is someone we know. Like this. Oh is, yeah. It, it's it's either someone we know or someone that he knows, and and then like the the alarm, like, go and I'm like, okay. I'm like, he walks oh, into the garage. Shit. I was like, walks into that oh, garage and you see the Oakland Police Department flag, the Blue Lives Matter thing up on the top. <clears throat> and you're just like, oh, no. And then you walk in there and you see the guy and that entire scene. I, whew, I'm sit, i sitting there like, oh, my fucking God. Oh, my fucking God. Is he like, uh, oh, I mean, he's at, off probation at that point, you know, like he's not, he's not, point, it's like this trigger could be pulled and this, you know, cops brains are against the wall here, you know, like at any point I'm like, I'm like, when is it going to happen? You know, I'm like, I kind of want it to happen right? Know, a little bit. And, and like, I'm like, okay, he, like, he's right there. And even like the moment when he, he screams, you know, and like after he, ah, yeah, screen, dude, like oh shit, here, and I'm so like, there's that tension the whole time of like, is he going to kill him? Mm. There's like the tension of what he's saying to him, and like, like oh, realizing all of the real world aspects of it, and and like just like taking all of that in at the same time, and then like actually seeing the cop like start to cry, and then like. Of course, he's like, I didn't mean to. You sure? Yeah, you sure about that, bud? And then he's like, hmm. and a small <laughs> little detail that that like, I I thought of afterwards was like the wife seemingly was leaving him, was leaving like, him. Can't couldn't do it anymore. And yeah. Like, whether that's um, like the just like the wife being like, you just killed a black man in cold blood, and you didn't 
Like, I don't know how, like, I don't know if it's, that's the reason she's leaving him, or, like, if he has become, you know, like, if this has made him, I don't know, I guess. I'm I, 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 something that I don't know that I've really picked up, but something I was trying to keep a little more open mind for to discuss on the podcast was how that situation had affected him, you know, like, fuck him, absolutely abusing your power in a way that. Fuck cops. That's all. Like fuck that all the way. Um, but I think it's important that as soon as David walks in, he recognizes him. Mm. He looks at him. And he goes, "Oh, yeah." Like it, so, it's it's something that's replayed over in his head a few mm. times. You know, I think it's something that that I think probably ruined him. And it ruined him for his wife, ruined him for his kid. His wife and kid were like, yeah, we got to go, man. You are not the same anymore. Deuces. Um, but that's how, that's how I take it, you know? Uh, and I don't think, I don't mean that to be like a sympathetic towards him or nothing. I'm with Miles over here. Who's like, are you sure? Like, yeah. really? I, uh, I don't know, man. You did shoot him in the back. Four, four fucking times. Four times running away in the back. Literally no reason. Literally no reason. There's never a reason, but there was literally no reason here. If you're going to shoot him in the back and he's running, like, even if you're going to shoot him, like, you could try to aim for the legs. I don't know. Something. Like, 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 it just, it doesn't, I don't know, to kill, like, to, to be able to volunteer for a job. And then get a gun. And then be able to, like, kind of legally kill people. Hey, you know what you need? You need a fucking high school education, and you need, like, eight weeks of training. Like, maybe. Like, what? There, There is a person. I don't want to say their name. No, I know exactly who you're talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. Like, uh, no fucking way. No fucking way. Absolutely not. our high school and, like, was excited to be like a cop i think they're actually becoming one they are yeah and like is excited about it and it's like i can't wait to have the power that i will have he's like not dox him his name is no (laughs) oh here's his address and just get no no but like like it's kind of crazy well to think that that's the kind of guy who becomes a cop yeah and uh you know Yeah, yeesh indeed. But I just kind of want to, I know it'll take a couple minutes, but I feel like I need to read uh, Colin's entire... Oh, no, for sure. All right, so uh, does this scare you? Huh? Fuck you know about being scared. The way way his voice is, like, Mm. cracking as he's doing it. Oh, my fucking God, it's fantastic. He's pointing the gun at at the officer. Were you afraid someone was going to come find you, huh? And Miles is like, bruh. And Colin's like, what? I'm just talking to him. You said make it pretty, right? It's the bounce of it. They like the bounce of it. And I was like, oh, what a fucking pull through that is. Uh, whenever Miles sold the boat, and he's like, they like the way I make them feel. People like to listen when you got a bounce to it. You know what I'm saying? Like a, mm. like a tree on a sign we cut right down. Paul Bunyan-ass cops come to chop me at the knees and search the trunk in my own town. Did you count his rings when you bled him? Huh? When you dead him? Like... And another pull through with the 
That's a 140-year-old tree stump. See the rings there? It was a well, it was 140 years old. Did you count the rings when you bled him? When you dead him? Do you understand how old was he? How old was he? He was 26. 26? That's how many years you decided didn't mean shit. All this talking don't mean shit. I mean shit. I've been in my element, eloquent, spitting, hella developing. I've been telling, shelling, and not walking like a felon. I'm fucking flipping the middle finger to feel irrelevant. What? Let's slow that down. I've been in my element, eloquent, spitting, hella developing. I've been telling, shelling, and not wa- not to walk like a felon and fucking flipping the finger to feeling irrelevant. Reveling in my freedom till you turned heaven to hell. And hello, sir. I'm going to need you to open your fucking eyes now and look at me and see. You might think you know what's happening, but you don't feel like it. You don't feel it like we do. To feel it, it has to be you. Cut you, but you don't know what the cut do. You are reflex, but when reflux bleeds the gut, then you see the faces. Leave the vases. I was like, oh. Face vasin. It's face vasin. No. He put face face in there. Oh. But when reflux but when reflux bleeds the gut, then you see the faces. Leave the vases. You see one picture, you're not willing to see the other. And that, that interaction with Val right before that. That was the last phone call he had before oh, this move. That's right. Where she's he's like, What uh what'd you end up coming up for it? And she was like blind spotting. Because when you look at something and you can't see the other picture, you have a blind spot. And he goes, well, is it possible to ever see the other picture? Like, uh, w- But once the other picture is pointed out to you, can't, can't you see it? And she's like, nah, that's, uh, you got to retrain your brain, which is like hella hard. And he's like, Dang. happened to you. Yep. It's like, oh, fuck, man. Oh, fuck, man. Uh, shit. Uh. But goddamn, uh, where I think you were reflex or vase, leave the vases, (laughs) leave the vases, moving people in and out for a fee, feeding this town decay and appetite of me. So he's helping people move out to make room for the gentrifiers. Mm. That's that's that part right there. Like uh, an appetizer, huh? I must be tasty, but I stay angry because y'all get hazy. I'm the one out here stuck on a clock. Loving the curfew to keep me off the block. Fuck, what time is it? What time? What time? Nope. Fuck it. I did my time. How come every time you come around, you monsters got me feeling like a monster in my own town? Ooh. I say it while I'm rapping, because everyone conditioned to listen to a rapping. mm, But I'm rapping to the active. mm, You're the one cabin. mm. (laughs) So quit the flash and feel like your passion. Hitting so quick. the Hitting so... Quit, oh wait, so quit the flash and feel like your passion. Hitting us till our headstones stuck in the mud. We stuck it out. It turned us into some thugs. Got a whole city brand new and they're kicking us out. Maybe we should both break shit and make a fuss. I am both pictures. See both pictures. Don't be blind spotting me. See both pictures. Guess I'm, guess I'm a little bigger than a picture playing chicken with a cliff, but I ain't never been a flincher block is getting hotter. I'm going to be the one to bring the winter fucking everybody on the body of a cop of splinter. I mean, why wouldn't I dead him? He's splitting wigs for 80K a year and ain't from here. Who will miss him if he disappear? Filling up with fear, and I know you feel it. And the way he, like, gradually increases the speed of his of his cadence, where he's, like, 
just the tension building and building and, and building. Slowly walking closer, yeah, closer to him too, yeah. And it's, oh. and it's like spot on on his head. You see, like the guns like pointed practically right at the camera, and he's looking right at it, like walking towards it. And you're like, oh my fucking god, you're feeling this shit. Filling up with fear. I know you feel it. I've been feeling it for years. In fact, I don't remember ever, never feeling it. The one that going dummy never felt the need to run, but I've been sprinting till I limp across the finish with a gun. And the way he like gestures back to Miles with the the one that going endeavor the one that going dummy never felt the need to run. Hmm. Uh, but I've been sprinting till I limp across the finish with a gun. Up in my blind spot, really. Ain't too hard to figure that you probably never really felt the pressure of a. But you know what? I ain't ever felt the pressures of a trigger. And then he screams. And you're like, oh my god. And he comes to the best the best conclusion that could have possibly come of here. And he goes, the difference between you and me is that I ain't no killer. I remember watching that for the first time. Just like, mouth agape. Just like, uh, uh, uh. Dude, just absolutely, like, there's not many times that you can change someone's mind, you know, whenever they're set in their ways, and there's not really much you can tell someone to, like, change their mind. And I feel in this one moment... This is a life-changing interaction. pop is now, like, okay... I fucked up. Like, he's like, I, there's no, I cannot defend myself. Like, after that, what, even, like, his little rebuttal that he tried. I didn't mean to. Instantly shut down in one look, like. Are you sure? And he goes, he doesn't even reply. He's like, nope, I'm not. I'm not sure. My wife and kids are leaving me. I just got freaking slam poetry on so hard like i mean what a way to get slammed on by being hey, wrapped to they like, like the bounce of that shit mm. you know uh they're going to listen if you make it sound pretty and i mean i guess if he was just saying these things I don't know. Like I, I... Oh, it's like it's it it's so eloquent. Yeah. It's so eloquently done, though, because it starts as him kind of just talking, mm. and then yeah. it. Be, but it is. It's like a poem at that point, and then he starts going a little faster, and you're like, okay, he's rapping, and then he just he's cutting it up. He is chopping the lyrics, and you're like, oh fuck! And just the way they build the tension in that moment is so. Fucking effective, man. I've just like, I, I, I'm, I'm yet to find another scene in a movie that makes me feel the exact way that specific scene does. You know, like, uh, mm. it's, it's a different, it's a different breed out here. Uh, you know, I, I said that a musical kind of has a whole different kind of talent to it because they have to act and perform mm. on top, like dance and sing. And then, I mean, this is not everyone is, can do that. Like, oh, you, he is you reading that line. Like, 
was really impressed. Like was impressive at some. Whenever you started spitting there for a little bit, right <laughs> now, like I like I. Not everyone can do that. I can't even come close to doing that. No, I but I then I couldn't come close to acting like I'm on the verge of tears while doing that. Like uh, story short, who are we kicking out of the best actor of our nominations to put? A, in here? I uh, um, I love him. I really do, but I think Andy Serkis as Caesar might have yeah. to go. Didn't have a didn't have as much to work with as these other guys. You know, I think yeah. if it was a later Planet of the Apes movie, we'd be able to give him a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Andy Serkis has to go, and David Diggs has to replace him in that nomination for the best actor. And you know, uh, I think we might have to replace the best supporting actor for Rafael Casal as Miles. You know that scene when he, uh, I think it has to be Romilly. Uh, I love the character Romilly, but again, he just doesn't have quite as much to work with as uh, as a lot of these other guys. Um, uh, Romilly and Interstellar was a dope character, but uh, I feel like Raphael Casal had to reach different depths uh, for for this for this movie. Whenever he's at the party, and the dude walks up and he's like. Oh, you're wearing a grill? You don't have to act like that around here, man. You're good. You're good. And uh, when he comes back to the to the table, he's like, I just saw this hipster-ass white boy. Uh, he's, he's talking all this shit. And uh, I told him, you don't have to act like that here. And they're like, yep, yep, thank you, thank you. And then he looks into the kitchen and he goes, oh, fuck. I know exactly what just happened and I got to get out ahead of this. Yep. Um, he knew what was coming. Yeah, and he still couldn't avoid it. And I felt so bad for that character here. Uh, whenever he is, they fight outside. And he's like, "I it's my last day on probation. I literally cannot engage with this. But Miles all the while is expecting him to. He yells for him when he's getting, when he's getting knocked on the ground. He's Colin, Colin, like, what are you doing, bro? Help me. And like, uh, he's like, I really can't, man. And that the fight they have afterwards it's just so many great scenes right in a row in the back half of this movie Ooh. it's nuts Very from the moment oh i forgot about that. yeah from the moment they walk out of that bathroom with the kill a hipster save your hood shirt and they find sean his son with the gun from that moment on there's not like a dull moment in this movie it's like it's just scene after scene in this and uh He's like, say it. Mm. He's like, say what, man? He's like, say it. He's like, nah, bro, you know I don't say that shit. And that that whole monologue where he's like, you are the one they are out here looking for. Mm. You know, he's like, nobody's got you fucked up. Everybody knows exactly who you are, Colin. Big black dude with braids. Nobody's misreading you. And he's like, See, that's the problem, though. Like, that. In fact, it's lending them to misread me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said, like, I'm the one they shoot, or something along those lines. Like, so mm. it got to that point. You know, he's like, maybe he was saying, like, you know, you do all this dumb shit, but who do they shoot? You know, who's the one that they're going to kill? Who's the one they're going to kill when they pull up on us? And it's like, ah. Oh. And then, like, after that conversation... When um, Miles goes back, um, are they married? 
Yeah, I, uh, I, I think so. Uh, I think so. I think it's Ashley Jones and Miles Jones, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, yeah, it goes back to his wife and is like, don't call me that anymore. You know, he was like, yeah. he's like, oh, okay, actually, like. Yeah, now I've got a, now I got reasons, you know. Like, uh Man. But I put, uh, I also put them down for a, a writing nom. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Pulled it out. Um, and it was, there was just another empty spot. We didn't have to kick anyone out for that. That's um, good. That's good. Let's see. So we got, okay, we got our two main guys in here. Got them for writing. Um, I'll say we, we could probably throw a best actress nod or, or supporting actress nod at a couple actresses in this. Uh, I think Jasmine Cephas Jones as Miles' wife is worthy of I don't know if she's a supporting or lead actress technically in this movie. Would um Yeah, would Val be more of the lead actress? I really feel like I really feel like she Jasmine probably got more screen time. Yeah. Uh Yeah, Val really only has I got, I mean she's there a lot because she works with them and stuff, but uh scene. Mm-hmm. That's um, a good one. Was really nice. The phone call. Um, the phone, yeah. Um, and then just her at her desk, I guess, is basically the other. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like uh, I, I really feel like Jasmine Cephas Jones had to reach a little, a little more for her role. You know, not to not to dismiss uh, Val Val's mm-hmm. performance because uh, she she conveys a lot with those big ass eyes, man. Dude, her eyes. I was gonna. I literally like. I usually don't take notes for movies anymore. Um, Neither do I. I did for like, um, like I almost started to for a Westworld episode, but then I was like, oh, I, don't know, I got, I got this. Like whenever they mentioned like two hundred forty nine. Yeah, right, right. I was like, okay, I got this number shit. But uh, on this one, I almost started taking notes again, and I almost said like, holy shit, her eyes are so, like, just pretty. Like the shit. Oh, and and they're and they're so expressive, like, you know, yeah. like. She doesn't have to do a lot of facial acting because her eyes convey exactly how she feels. It's kind of nuts. Um, like whenever he asks her over the phone, like, uh, now when you look at me, do you only see the fight? And you, she doesn't answer, but you, the silence is the answer, you know? Like, I think that's, uh, mm. oh, yeah. Like, he, yeah. She, like, she knew the answer, like, deep down, but didn't want to say it. To hurt, mm-hmm. like, hurt him, but then, like, I think she was also thinking that moment, like, oh, shit, like, she realized that she was thinking that way, but mm-hmm. it also hurt her, too. Yeah, she's um, like, I don't want to. Yeah. You know, like, that's not, that's not my aim. It's not like I'm going out of my way to picture that in my mind. It's just, like, how am I going to see anything else now? Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, I mean, you see your boyfriend's standing over a dude's flaming body as he begs for mercy. I mean, it probably is pretty hard to get past. Like, uh, that's gotta, that's gotta be rough, you know? Uh, and then when she says like he was in the hospital for a week, I was like, he got off, he got off light. (laughs) He got off light. This man was burning alive and was getting fucking curb stomped a week in the hospital. I thought for sure this man was like near death and like went into a coma. Yeah. Yeah, Like, (laughs) Uh, I mean, shit and yeah, maybe that was just uh make it a little easier on the story if this dude just didn't <laughs> right right like or, yeah yeah like go into a coma or something just be like yeah he's in the hospital for a week fuck the guy you know or whatever um 
over yeah. a drink, though. You know, it like all all of this. All over a drink. Yeah, over one little, just one little thing can change your life. Like that's like that one confrontation, like made him a convicted felon. You know, mm. like his life was forever changed. Like after that, and it's just that one little. And the one points, and the points Val was spitting at him about Miles. You know, like. Yes, Miles is your boy. You love him, and I get that, but he puts you in situations that are only going to be problems for you and not for him. And immediately, like, it happened. Was Did she say that before the gun and the party? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, okay. Yeah, she did, and uh, it's there's a really, really impactful shot after he'd finished beating that dude's ass and slamming his car against the, uh, slamming his head against the car. Uh, Raphael Casal after he slams that dude's head against the car uh, where David is looking at him like <sighs> he's like breathing real heavy his eyebrows are all are, are all twisted and stuff and he looks he looks the camera shows us a perspective of what uh, Colin is looking at mm. and it's miles with blood dripping down his mouth crazed a black man on the ground writhing and him standing having just beat the shit out of him and I think in that moment, it's a little bit of a, like, a, uh, he, he's just kind of like, it, like, it, that's what she it doesn't saw. matter the context. Like, it's a, like that's, did. that's what she saw, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Man. I, and I was all, like, because after uh, Miles beats that guy up. He like fires some shots into the air. Oh god, I don't know yeah. How many? I think it was like four. It's like three or four, yeah. But I was wondering if like um, like that was gonna come back around. Like whenever he had the cop, the gun on the cop, I was I didn't know if it was like reloaded or whatever. If he like was going to try to pull the trigger and then like it was gonna be ah yeah like, interesting. Like and like so that like that was going through like my mind like at the very end too was like is is this gun even loaded in the loaded. first place yeah. is he going to kill him like is it you know like i was bouncing back and forth like while i'm hearing him you know like sp- just sp- speech just absolute just oh my god him, what a fucking box like just absolutely speeching yeah this is one of my this is one of my favorite performances ever with david diggs as colin just i i absolutely love it but uh that scene between uh uh, Miles and Ashley back at the place after after the fight where uh, he comes home and he's beaten he's beating the shit and she's like you better not have a gun on you and then she sees that he's been he's been busy mm-hmm. um, and, and the whole interaction they have thereafter where she's like I know why you felt you needed a gun I get it I absolutely do but did it scare you when you saw Sean with a gun yeah now, don't you think that if you told me you had intentions of getting a gun, we could have prevented that very situation? Yeah. Like, uh... Women. Ah, women. man. You know, that we just need them. We just... You know, we... As men, we just do stupid things. You know? And, and we think we got everything figured out. But then it... It takes, you know, a mom or or just, you know, just like just someone to be like to give you that like that talk. You know, the, the tone she was using to talk to him was very like 
let now let's learn this lesson. Yeah, like, come on now. I already know I'm right, so I'm going to teach you this lesson real quick. Listen to me. You know, you, and, these questions are rhetorical. Um, and the recognition on her part to recognize that it's no longer a fight. Yeah. You know, like, she knows he knows she's right. You know, like, yeah. he knows he did wrong. She doesn't need to keep piling up on it. She's like, let's just learn from this and move the fuck on. You know, and uh, that spinoff would be really good between them. Is it right? The same, right. Like, same I'm, actor and actress. Yep. Yep. Oh, Both shit. of them are the okay. same. But I think uh, I think Raphael Casal is he's in jail in the in the show. Mm. Um, so uh, and I'm also not sure if it's exactly a sequel series. I think it's just kind of a hmm. spinoff with the same characters. It might not be like a, a continuation of the story necessarily. It's just kind of like, a, all right, let's see. You see what we did with that. Let's make it a TV show and kind of reprise the. Reprise the same characters, but uh, hmm, man, that's, I might give that. Oh, I guess it's on stars though. You said. Yeah, that's the thing is that I think I would, I think you no matter what have to spend some money to watch it in some way, shape, or form. Um, whether it be on like Stars Plus or whatever the fuck or uh, like Apple purchases or whatever, hmm. but uh, uh, any uh, any nomination we're missing here. I don't know. I don't know. Let's. Uh, I think the direction's really, really strong. Um, if I, if I'm being honest, um, I know next week we're concluding the decade, and that's going to get the director nod above that above this one, uh, and it would be my first out. Uh, so, like, I'm a hold off. I think Bong Joon Ho for uh, Parasite is probably going to going to seal the deal on that last nod for best director because I did love the style of this movie. But uh, more than anything, I really do think it was the performances and the editing uh, that really, really elevate this movie. Um, for for my money, uh, the soundtrack side of things is really interesting uh, because there's there's not necessarily a uh, mm. like a, an actual soundtrack for this movie. There are a couple albums that have been put out because of it. There's a Blind Spotting Miles EP and Blind Spotting Colin EP where they. Uh, they each have they each have a bunch of songs on, which is hard as fuck. Strongly recommend. Um, both of them go nuts. Um, Wait, he actually has music. Like to be digs this one EP. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have. Uh, he's in a he's in a uh, he's in an experimental rap group. David Diggs. Um, I think it's called Clipping. Um, he was like I said, he was in Hamilton. Uh, so if you if you check out any of the songs featuring David Diggs on the Hamilton soundtrack, you'll recognize that he had the hardest fucking shit in that production for my money. Five pop, most pop, top ten most popular songs are all from Hamilton. I believe it. I've spun I've spun those more than a few times. Yeah, I've never um, seen Hamilton. Well, Man. I think we're I think we're working our way there for you. Yeah. We're al- we're almost there. You know, there. I I I've heard so much about it and i there are people that like hamilton on like the disney level oh yeah yeah yeah. i mean like there are like people go crazy for that and i can't believe i just haven't like gotten myself to watch it yet um no way like people like it has to be good like well that's the thing like and that's that's another thing too is that if you're into history you're probably gonna fucking like it the american revolution period in general it's a really cool capturing of that 
Um, the it's it's a rap musical for the most part, so it's fucking dope. Uh, there's Wait, a, actually. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I um, had the impression that this was like a a long running musical that has been like a musical for a very long time. Nah, it's actually, actually, Lin Manuel. Yeah, Lin Manuel Miranda uh, wrote this musical uh, ten to fifteen years ago. Uh, or he started working on it 10 to 15 years ago, presented it at like the the fucking presidential dinner uh, before Barack Obama and the entire fucking like a uh, place like I'm announcing that I'm going to be doing a Broadway musical called Hamilton. And uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is actually the director of our 2021 movie, Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh. Um, so, yeah, so we've got we got a lot to look forward to there. But uh, Hamilton is a. I don't, it's definitely not a first musical. Like, don't, don't fucking go, I've never watched a musical. I'm gonna jump into fucking Hamilton. You know, like, uh, La La Land was a good first step. I think Tick Tick Boom will be another step in the right direction. And then you'll be ready for something like Hamilton. It is much more, you know, it's theatrical. It's on Broadway. There are no speaking parts. It is literally from the moment it starts to the moment it ends, it is songs, um, telling that story. But, uh, it's, it's pretty outstanding. Uh, but nevertheless, back to blind spotting a little bit. Um, um, throwing in another, a little. I know we're not supposed to go to the <laughs> the actual fun side of the the nominations here, but have to make a nomination for best hair. Um, whenever he had his hair straightened because of what a fucking the, scene that was. Yeah, the the flat alloy metal. He is a salesman. Oh yeah. Oh this God. money is going to make sure that we can send students <laughs> to bilingual education and help help incarcerated men get a get a help, happy life afterwards. And he's like, "You ain't lying, you ain't lying." Uh, that, oh man, yeah, he, and uh, whoever like was in charge of of the salon, you know, and they're like, "Who dare, you know, who dares talking in my shop?" And then all the girls are like, "Ooh." Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that was Tisha Campbell as Mama Liz. Uh, She's fucking outstanding. I know her from uh, from Martin is what I'm most familiar with her from. But Tisha Campbell, she was fucking outstanding. Uh, Ooh, and then like Colin was like, "This is gonna be a show. You're gonna want to watch this." Yeah, it's gonna be a show. It's gonna be a show. (laughs) God, there's so many great scenes in this movie. Oh, I mean that that scene after him and Miles have had the fight and they're about to go on their first uh, their first uh, move of the day, which is the cop's house. Um, and Sean comes out and he starts hitting him. Mm. He starts hitting oh. him over and over and he's like, he's like, all right, man, that's good. That's good. And it just keeps going to the point where he goes, hey, stop that. He's like, he like points a finger at him and the kid goes, don't shoot, don't shoot. Um, and he just looks at him like, <sighs> like, Oh my god, ain't that horrifying? This is a uh as a five year old kid who has who has to be taught this. This is the thing he must learn. Which is just fucking devastating. It's just fucking devastating. And like uh, it's a weird feeling to come out of a movie like feeling like shit. Um, it, it, like, it doesn't mean the movie is shit, you know? Oh, absolutely like, not. In any way, but it's like, it, it almost is, 
if you if you're coming out of a movie feeling like damn like devastated and feeling like shit it's almost like it has to have been a pretty impactful movie and pretty- it had to have hit you yeah. it had to have hit you on a, on a level that you just weren't uh you weren't anticipating probably um no i i mean yeah out of i mean because this was a first watch for me i mean i've had let's see big short la la land blind spotting um all first watches for me um and I, i've been i've been enjoying this so much seeing all these like new movies for the first time and, and them just being super amazing and i'm super like the next three i haven't seen um so which is really cool so i'm uh Oh yeah, December December's a bunch of first watches for you then, huh? That's mm-hmm. fun. Oh yeah. The only one I have seen is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm. Um and I cannot wait to return to that one. So yeah. um, <laughs> I'm ready yeah. for that. But but this this was definitely a fine a fine addition to the collection of, of movies now. I, I tend to agree. I'm glad I'm glad we've this has been one that, you know, the the inception of this project I went what year was blind spotting 2018 all right that is our 2018 movie that was one of the first movies I, I i plugged into the list you know uh so i'm very excited that we've not only covered fucking 54 movies prior to it mm. or whatever the fuck yeah. but we've officially passed it up we're almost fucking done it's crazy but uh we've got four more movies that's nuts. We started this project with uh, what we originally intended as fifty-two movies, but then you know we've uh, we've had some fun uh, here and there. Through a wrench into yeah. that one. Yeah, we were like nineteen ninety-four is too strong. We gotta we gotta do a seven days, seven pods. Mm. But uh, you ready for a rating for blind spotting? I think I'm ready. All right. So uh, enjoyment for me, it's a five. It's another five. It's uh, the third five in a row. After La La Land and Get Out, um, just got them on lock here. Yeah, for uh, okay. Well, again, I always forget because this isn't necessarily a continued project that people are like, "Oh yeah, can't wait for next week." Sometimes you know people are just like, "Oh yeah, I like that movie. Let's listen to this." Um, if you're joining us for the first time, the Penny Bloom rating scale is a a great joy for me. Uh, we got we got three separate ratings. Uh. All out of five stars. So we got, as far as enjoyment is concerned, out of five stars, that's just how much the movie connects with us. It doesn't necessarily mean it made us feel good. It doesn't necessarily mean it made us feel happy. But it connected with us on a level that needed and necessitated a five out of five rating or, you know, however however it was there. And Blind Spotting certainly did that. Um, as it fulfills its genre, out of five stars. And uh, Filmmaking-wise, out of five stars, that's everything all encompassed, the the cinematography, the acting, the soundtrack, um, all, all the critical things that go into making a movie, that's where it uh, that's where it gets implemented. So, uh, yeah, with Blind Spotting, we got a five out of five in enjoyment. And genre, this one's going to be a tough one. Uh, what, are, what are we thinking for this? On IMDb, it says crime, drama, and comedy. Um, and, like, I, I guess, like, the the smallest part of the movie, I'd say, like the comedy um, part of this category. I mean, they, and like they did a fine job as far as like the comedy is uh, was handled. It wasn't corny. It wasn't out of place. It was in yeah. It only movie. it only enhanced it. Like that that last uh, that last scene whenever he's like, uh, "You good?" It's like, "No." Oh, yeah. So he's like, "You want me to drink the shit? Yeah. You want me? To... <laughs> well, fuck it. That ain't half bad." 
Mm. He's like, God damn, man. Of course. Fuck. Yeah, fuck you. Like, uh... Oh, I'm gonna give Derek Carr. I'm gonna give her a piece of my mind, bro. That traitor is son of a bitch. How you gonna take the Raiders and move them to Vegas? You ready to go on to the next move? I think you you only get one uh, point of <laughs> pistol at a customer per per month. I mean per I mean maybe per I, day. I, you know, I think you only get one of those ever. Actually, yeah. yeah no, that that, that well, I don't know. Got anything else you want to get off your chest? Because. Uh... I don't think we can point a gun at another customer. I think you only get like, I think you only get like one of those uh, a day, maybe ever. Uh, yeah, that that shit was funny. It was a, and it was a great resolution for their storyline. You know, like because they don't necessarily have a they making have up moment. Yeah, like they could have, he could have just been done. He's like, I'm I'm off probation. You know, I don't I don't want to connect with this part of my life anymore. You know, and maybe Val's right. Maybe I'm like, I shouldn't be with them. Well, I think that I think there's just so many levels to it. You know, I think that conversation they had where he was like, "Say it," like I really think that impacted Miles in a way. He was like, "I'd never, I'd never thought about it like that." You know, like I've, I've, it's literally never occurred to me. Uh, So like, it it changes perspectives a little bit. You can tell he wants to make amends with him because his uh his kid runs outside after he's like, "Fine, man," and he hands him the green drink. You know, he's like, here. And you're like, okay, so you know Miles went and got it for him. And he's like, it's a little bit of an olive branch. Um, a $10 drink, dude. Yeah, that was nuts. That's that was so, nuts. That's, you know, morning, Let me get one. Morning that was insane. <laughs> like, people spend five, six bucks on their morning coffee every day. Imagine spending $10. $10? And, like, like, the way he was like, let me get one, bruh. <laughs> like, like, I gotta, I gotta see what this is all is about. It just me or is one cigarette for a dollar not a good deal? I don't smoke cigarettes, so I have no idea how much a normal pack costs. But like, he'd be saving so much more money. I mean, like, he shouldn't be smoking them in the first place. Maybe that's why he's only buys one at a time. I think that's probably the. I think that's probably the idea behind it is that it prevents him from having access to a whole pack of cigarettes. Uh, would be my guess, mm-hmm. but uh, there's also the fact that I'm not entirely sure this is a cigarette. It might be a, a black and mild. He uh, calls it a square. Let me get a square. I think is what he says. Mm-hmm. He, um, and I, yeah, um, yeah. I'm just uh, the only thing I, I I inhale is weed. So like I couldn't uh, I couldn't really tell you anything about. Uh, uh, Square, yeah. I does he call it a square or am I? No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Let me get a square, bro. It's my identity, bro. Not the hair, bro. Hmm. Yeah, I know. But I guess back to um, how it fulfills its genre, um, the movie. Yeah, it's it's a slang for cigarettes. Got it. Okay, that's good. Um, but the the more focus part of the movie i'd say the drama the crime part um i mean it's pretty fucking high you know as far as drama is concerned you know this ramps up tension in a way that you don't uh you don't get out of a lot of movies it has some serious commentary to lay before us and we talked about that last week with get out how a movie doesn't necessarily need that but if it does have it and it is well done it does nothing but enhance it Mm. uh and i think i think 
the overwhelming amount of messaging in this movie is uh it's outstanding i like it's it's really really effectively done like i said builds tension on like any like in a way that's different than any movie i've ever seen because you just at any given moment things just escalate to the absolute max you mm. you have no idea they're about to take it to that level you know um and then they do um kind of like a uh a train spotting mm. similar title yeah train spotting blind spotting yeah how did I put the two of those together until just now? Oh, kind of like a not similar vein of movie, surprise, mm. like kind of um, all about the of like it's about a very real topic and it's just kind of like filming their lives and nothing spectacular, right? Right. But at any one moment, dead baby or baby has a gun, you know, or like. You know, it's like right, right, bam, um, and I don't know. Yeah, it kept me in the whole time. I mean, I, I'm saying like the floor is probably like shoot four seven five is the floor. I'd say. I yeah, know. I was I was gonna I, like I'm trying not to be biased because like like I said, this has been one of my top ten favorite movies since I watched it in theaters. So like. This for me is what The Shining was for you whenever we got to it early on in the project and you were like trying to like distance yourself a little bit and let me come to conclusions about the rating because I'm like for me this this truly it's 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 near the top for me as far as how how well it's done uh it it, it could be in that 48485 sort of maybe even well okay. maybe yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, four eight five is feeling right to me. I feel like that might be a good place to, good place to plug it in at. Uh, how, how you feeling there? I like that. I like it. Like, um, okay, it connects as much as a dead poet's would has the thrill that the departed gives you, and. The heart. I'm try, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to to, to link all the no, but I I do agree with it, that does sound sound right because four seven five I'm like ah, I, I don't know it felt like that's why I said floor it felt like a little bit too low but I wasn't mm. right at a five necessarily I, I feel like, I, feel I, I feel like a really good a really good medium here uh ooh this score's gonna be high. we're having a lot of great movies lately I I'm telling you man these. One day, the 2010s and the like, the 20s are going to be viewed as some of the best movies ever made. Uh, it's going to be nuts because it feels the switch of like you can make whatever movie you want now. Mm. The technology we have, whatever movie you want to make, you can make it now. You the only thing you don't have to worry about making it look good anymore. You just have to worry about making it be good in the first mm. place. So like. I think we just hit a hit a time of con, like creative freedom, mm. sort of. Um, and man, yeah, we're we're living through a good era of movies. Yeah, we are. We are. Um, and critically, as it was as it was made, how are we feeling about blind spotting? Let's see, ballpark. We are. Oh. 
we are probably around <laughs> the funny I forgot get out was in its own um yeah, it got its own little league there um, yeah let's see um, okay I go. Yeah, somewhere in the four eight to four five round, probably four eight. If I'm, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't. Train spotting did get a four eight five. Slumdog Millionaire got a four eight five. Um, it's seeming kind of. It's, it feels like four eight five might be the move. Um, and I'm okay with that. You know I'm okay with that. I love this movie. That way. I think it's seeming that way. Let's see how that plays out. Makes it a 4-9. Sheesh! Puts it with Slumdog and Forrest Gump. All right. Um, Forrest Gump, you're on my mind, boy. Put it on the top of them. Um, I love so that. It ties it for fifth. Okay, top five, baby. Top five. Our last four, like, four out of the last five weeks have entered the top five. And Interstellar, La La Land, Get Out, and Blind Spotting. All above four nines. Where are we going to slot in uh, Blind Spotting amongst these four eight fives? Mm, I'll uh, maybe this isn't in order. I don't think it's in order because I'm looking at Interstellar being towards the bottom of that list, and I'm like, I don't think we've, I don't think we've organized. This. I don't think it is. I think sometimes I do it, and sometimes I don't. So I feel just, you. I feel you. Um, I think I'll just do it in like chronological then. Um, but okay, I mean. Starting December off strong. Yeah, really good start to December for a four nine there, um, and it's 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 gonna remain pretty goddamn good throughout this month. The decade's um, almost done. We got one more movie, and then the decade. We got another decade award coming up, baby. Let's see. I mean, so far, the decade score is a four five seven. Um. And that is well, okay. It'll be second best. The nineties really popped. It had a curve though. That's true. It did have a curve of of seven or six additional movies. Yeah. That is fair. Without the curve. Let's I mean Well, and here's the thing. Um I think the average is only gonna go up with Parasite too. Um if I if if I had to guess, I I believe that will take it up a notch. If I if I had to, if I do say so myself. Mm. Are we? Are you comfortable with um, Shawshank being our um, our Friday like our Thursday? Oh yeah, yeah, or yeah, like absolutely. Being the or the Friday pick, okay. yeah, absolutely. Because I th- I think it should um, should be the the score that we take out of that week. I feel um, we'll need the Goodfellas one up there too. Oh, good catch. 
and then seven, eight, and nine. So, without the curve, it's a four, eight, four. Oh, so it actually went up. It's better. Oh, the mask. Um, at yeah. a three five actually brought wow so the curve actually hurts it interesting um all right so it would have been fucking crazy the 90s where so um, the the movies that have brought this decade down inception at a four one planet of the apes at a four oh two and the big short at a four oh seven yeah yeah so i mean yeah, I mean, it happens. It happens, you know. Uh, but we've also got some of the highest highs in a 4.9, 4.96, another 4.95, and a 4.82. Uh, it's been, it's been a good stretch here uh, of late. Four, four nines, and maybe another. Might I, half of our movies be four nines. I have a strong suspicion we will have another. Um, strong suspicion. Uh but yeah, I think I think the 2010s already have the most above a 49 if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. I mean, um if it's not it's definitely not at the beginning. No. Okay, let's see the 80s with Raiders. Okay. At one in the Got 80s. It. The 90s even with the curve only has two additional. Yep. And then the aughts. Two. And then already the tens has four. four. And then a possible five. Man, so uh, the 2010s have been real good. The 2010s have been real good. And I, I, I believe we will have a fifth above four nine. I'm ready for Parasite. I'm uh, ready. Yeah, and like th- these three in a row with Get Out, Blind Spotting, Parasite. Like, I don't know that we've had a better like three film run that's not a trilogy, but like uh, We're getting so works really well back to back to back. Yeah. Like, it's they're all different, but folk uh, is Parasite focused on race a little bit? Or uh it's it's more class. Uh, it's okay, more. That's right. That's right. It's uh, more class focused. Okay. Uh, so I guess social. Yeah, social commentary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is. I don't know. It's been been super fun watching these movies and like not seeing. Like I have haven't seen most of them. Um, and I find like I'm I'm itching to watch Parasite. So. Yeah, the only one that uh, I haven't seen the rest of the way out is Nomadland. I have not watched Nomadland, and I'm very excited to, because um, I love Chloe Zhao. I love Chloe Zhao, so uh, I'm ready for that. But with that, Blind Spotting came to a 4.9, and thus December is off to a great start. Uh, if you would, head to patreon.com slash Bloom where you'll find over 30 hours of exclusive content. All that money goes back into making sure I can put this podcast on. I don't make any money off of it except over there. So that's a great help. I'm not getting a ton out of it over there, but I'm putting the time in. I'm putting up exclusive content, and I really, I really appreciate those that are out there. Uh, supporting the show. It's really, really appreciated. Much love. Uh, if you would, head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Uh, this week was 2018. We covered blind spotting. Therefore, next week, we'll be covering a movie from 2019, and that will be Parasite. And that marks our first, uh, or our second foray into the foreign films, uh, as we did cover the 36th Chamber of Shaolin. 
earlier in the or early early in the project. Um, so our second foreign film in the in the process here, and I'm very excited for it as it's one of my one of my all time faves as well. So I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It is always a pleasure. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And how come every time you come around, y'all got me feeling like monsters in my own town?